who is your ideal client and how well do you understand their pain points? Oh, you have really good questions. Does anybody talk to that? You have really good questions. I mean, we've had meetings with production companies and never this deep. And never this deep. So you have great, great. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. And so and before we take any, now, before we take any bid or before we take any job, we make sure we pray and we ask God to, to lead us to, to great homeowners, to great people and to great situations. Because if you go in there on your own accord, just looking for money, you will, you will get uh, screwed. Yeah. <laughs> One thing my dad has always said is all money is not, good, not money. good money. So he told us that very early on. So we had, now we still had to get bust upside the head. <laughs> and you know, see it for ourselves. But sooner or later, we learned. Okay, God, before we take this job, we're gonna pray because you know the ins and outs of this person. You know how this is gonna go. Should we take this job? And sometimes he said no, no. and we take it anyway. <laughs> and that's what we got. <laughs> what in the head. Head. <laughs> so, <you> know, <laughs> through time, he's learned how to um, make provisions for mm-hmm. me because. It used to be where I would come in and I'm like, oh, this would be great on this project. And he's like, we didn't account for that. And I'm like, but it'd be so good. And then we end up doing it and we end up spending more than we thought. So now he has made, learned to make provisions because LA is going to come up with about five more ideas in this project. (laughs) I tell the homeowner, I say, LA is going to come up with other stuff and you're paying for it. I'm not paying for it anymore. (laughs) What's going on? How y'all doing today? Like, hey, doing good. How about yourself? That's good. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. It's a pleasure to have y'all. Um, first of all, I want to let you know that I appreciate y'all taking y'all time out of y'all day to um get on here and talk to me. It's um it's a pleasure and it's an honor, and I don't take it for granted. So I just wanted to first let you know that. Um, Thank you. Thank you for- be- yes, ma'am. <laughs> Before we dive into this conversation, the first thing I want to ask is. Let's say we get invited to a networking event, right? We had a high-level networking event. It's a lot of different entrepreneurs in the building, and they give you guys a chance to speak. Mm-hmm. And um, y'all walking up on stage, they hand y'all a microphone. Let's just role play for a second. How <laughs> would each of y'all introduce yourself individually and then tell people what it is that y'all do? What would you say? Uh, I will say I'm Gregory White, uh, owner of White House Construction, uh, general contractor as well. Uh, what I do is the day-to-day business for White House Construction, making sure the sites are running correctly and making sure all the books match up with what we have going on. And I would How say, about you, ma'am? <laughs> I would say I'm L.A. White, co-owner of White House Construction. Uh, I do the design aspect, so making sure that every project uh, it's beautiful. The clients get their dream home or dream space because uh, we do more than residential. We also do commercial. Uh, so I'm here for the I and he's here for the logistics and all the hard work in making our dreams come true. Got you. I I hate to put it here, but I still I, I can still see half of you was like, half that's what I could see. Oh, who is Who can you see half of? Both of us or just her? No, just LA. I could see half of her. I could see you. You you all the way in the screen. Okay. So come over this way. <laughs> oh, okay. Scoot up, scoot your chair. Just a little bit. Is that better? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's better. That's better. Okay. Yep. That's a lot better. Okay. Okay. So what is White House construction? 
Let's say uh, someone in the crowd asks that. What is that? Uh, White House Construction is a, a innovative and uh, I say groundbreaking design company. And we do construction as well, but uh, a lot of the stuff that we do is just is where people love us because we always present something new that they've never thought about when it comes to renovating their house or, or making their house something that they love. How do, how, <laughs> go, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you I say that. Sometimes they've never seen it done that way. So uh, what's a little bit different about us is uh, we're a husband and wife team. A lot of times you have contractors that are solely work by themselves and they hire a designer. So we are a husband and wife team. Um, and then we, we really, really enjoy what we do. So we have a lot of fun. Uh, we try to make things very relaxed and not so um, strategic yeah. with the clients. So a lot of our clients come back to us for second projects and third projects because we try to make things go as smoothly as we can. Yeah. I got so much questions now. The <laughs> first question I want to ask is, what is it like working together, husband and wife? Because I, I've heard that you're already married, then you're working together. Like, when do you get time away from each other? Like, is it overwhelming sometimes? I love you. <laughs> uh, a lot of times, I mean, when I go out to the sites, a lot of times she's not working, but uh, I, I make sure I pick her brain. And I make sure I contact her on what we need, what needs to be done. And if she needs to go to make sure the design matches what she saw, she'll go. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we're a great team as far as uh, on the sites and at home as well. So it's kind of like, I mean, we, we just team up on everything in yeah. life. When Do it, we have our difficulties? Sure, everybody does. Um, I'm like, hey, you didn't check with me on that. Why is this like that? Why is that like that? But uh, right. over the years, we've gotten a lot better at communicating. He knows to when a client asks him a question, he'll say, that's an L.A. question. So let's either call L.A. or she'll be at site tomorrow. You can ask her then. So we've had to learn boundaries with each other and who does what. So that took a while to figure out in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I only could imagine. Um, you uh, Earlier you said that you guys do work that clients have not seen before. Where, right. do, where, where did the inspiration come from to come up with designs? Oh, uh, I, to answer that, I would say it, it comes from her. But the fact that she wants to make everybody's house uh their own personal touch. She picks mm -hmm. their their brain. She figure out what they love, what they need. She figure out what can benefit their their style of living. So that's why it's kind of it's all tailored to the person that we're working with. A lot of the times, I like to take what they need and elevate it a bit. So if a client says they want a sink, I try uh, a a regular two sink. I try to push them uh, to maybe consider a one wide sink or a trundle sink or just doing things a little bit out of the box. And a lot of times I found when I push clients, um, they're much more appreciative of the project in the end because they end up with something unique and custom to their home. Got you. Yeah. Now let's, let's digress a little bit because we're getting a little, uh, a little ahead. I want to <laughs> know how did we get started in this industry? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Okay. Well, okay. So he was a teacher and a coach and I was at home. I was a stay at home mom. I was watching a lot of HGTV and constantly doing things for our own home. And uh, my parents are also in this business. They've been in it for 30 years. So I also grew up watching this business done in front of my eyes for years. So um, 
situations happened and I was like, hey, you think this is a good time that maybe we should get into this? Of course, he thought I was absolutely nuts. Um, he thought I had lost my mind to ask him to come off a career and and let's try to do this together. But he joined me and we, we've we been doing it now for five, six years? Five Almost years. Six years. Six years. Almost six years. Uh, and it was tough. It was tough in the beginning. There were learning curves. There was uh, trying to figure out how you develop a clientele and how you keep it also. So, yeah, we we <laughs> come a long way. Yeah. Got you. What you, you said you was a teacher and coach and what, what subject and what sport? Uh, Well, I was in middle school, so we did basketball, football, and track. Uh, and I had just finished my principal certification, so I was actually working in the office and over the uh, over the summer program uh, for high school mm -hmm. in this area, so mm -hmm. uh, it was it was one of those about to take a leap in my my field, my profession, and then and I'm laughing because he hated it. <laughs> because being a principal, if he's so good at he's he's so good at inspiring people and coaching people, um, so being stuck in an office was going to be hard yeah. for him, and he was solely doing it for the income for the family. So I think I caught him at a really good moment where he was like, okay, I'm about to go into this new career. He almost, he had jobs that were promised, but he took that leap of faith and, and trusted yeah. in God. And he, he helped, I mean, he helped us obviously. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I, I was just about to ask man, you, you let your wife pull you away from pouring into kids to, to, to get into construction. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. <laughs> no, but it was, at first, it, it was scary, with, like it is with anything. You kind of take a step out on faith. But as far as what I get to do now, I still can work with kids. I, I coach my sons, yeah. uh, and I feel like, you know, I get I get to see some kids come back like four or five years later and say, you know, thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah. But in this business, we get to see it month to month. You know, when we finish someone's house, we kind of we minister to people all the time. Yeah. Uh, we also help them with with you no know, different life crises. But then when they see their house is beautiful and nothing they ever imagined, I get to see it a little bit faster now. So the turnaround time is a little bit faster than it is in, in the school system. Got you, man. That's that. And, and, and what were you doing? Oh, you say you were just a stay-at-home at the time? I was a stay-at-home mom. Previous to that, I was an administrative assistant. So once we had two kids, I came, I came home. Yeah. <laughs> so I was doing that for about four years yeah. uh, before we decided to, to go this route. What what was the what was the turning point or what yeah what was the turning point that led to the decision like you know what let's dive into this all well we start I say we started working with her parents for a while yeah uh, the first summer that we decided to do it about three months yeah about three months and I think the deciding factor from starting our own company was we could not we could not be as innovative as we, as we wanted to with her dad just because he was a little he was uh, traditional, more traditional. Yeah. So as far as what we wanted to do, how we wanted to do it, we had to step out on our own. They were just of a, they ran, they were of a different time. So my style is a little bit more modern. Their style is a little bit more traditional. Mm -hmm. um, so it, I wasn't able to really stretch as a designer the way I wanted to. So we were like, okay, do you think we could do this on our own? And mm -hmm. so we tried our hand at it and turns out we're, Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Did that cause any fight in the family? Oh, <laughs> it was definitely it was, it growing was. pains. Uh, right. 
But we're all good. I mean, I'm yeah. close to my parents. We're close to our parents. They're they're still Yana and Papa, but it was definitely, I think, hard to to divide and and do that. But my parents have always been supportive yeah. of a, of their kids being successful, however that may come. Yeah, and the market yeah. is so big in Texas that we don't we don't you know run into each other or kind of step on each other's toes. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, um. Do y'all do y'all do any collaborations together? We haven't. No, we haven't. Oh, with them? Oh no. Yes. <laughs> well, the grandkids. <laughs> no, but my mom keeps wanting to do something. I know yeah. she wants me to help her work on her house, so that'll be interesting. Because I would, I would say that we do help each other, though. If I need yeah. if I need something, I can always call my oh, father-in-law. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He he asked me for different things to help him find different things because I'm more tech savvy. Uh, but we know we haven't worked on a project together, but we help yeah. each other all the time. Yeah. Y'all gotta make that happen, man. I, I I would love to hear the story behind y'all collaborating, given the fact that one is more than I mean, one is more than, and then one is traditional. I I love to yeah. hear the story behind that. See how that play out. You should hear me and my mom talk. I mean, it's like yeah. <laughs> when she's trying, we're trying to like pull each other two different ways, and yeah, because she's been doing this so long, and and now I've been doing it for a while, and it's like we just have two different opinions, but. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Maybe I'll film when I help her with her house. Right, that'll be amazing. Now, let me ask you this: You have you said your parents have been in it for like thirty years. Mm-hmm. Have they ever tried to pull you into the industry? But it was like, ah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And I was like, wow, here I am now doing the exact same thing. Ah, uh, pull me no, but I used to always be with my mom when she would go shopping, especially like the antique stores and I absolutely hated it. <laughs> and I just remember like weekend after weekend going and shopping for these things for clients or for her house or they're also pastors for the church. And I just we used to spend hours in these shops always looking for things. So I I and then also going to the sites and helping yeah. on the sites and things like that. So I I don't think I really ever thought that I would end up in this. Um, no way. No, I thought I'd probably be like a manager or administrative assistant forever. Uh, but <laughs> to be creative and be allowed to be creative is, is where I find the most joy. So I'm, I'm lucky and unfortunate to find something like this that I love so much and it comes easy. Comes easy. Yeah. And you, you just said be creative. Where do you get the creativeness from? Uh, a God first, (laughs) God for sure. Um, but I just, I do a lot of research. I do a lot of looking at other people's homes or businesses. I love to take things of like high end from hotels and things like that and place them in a, in an order an unexpected home. Mm -hmm. Um, so. And she, she, I get from everywhere. I say a lot of her inspiration comes from knowing it's like necessities around the house, things that she would liked in her house and I make sure she go do it in someone else's house so they can pay us for it. But it's really like just finding out what people need. Like, uh, again, a lot of the stuff we do, you just never knew you needed and it makes, it makes your house just flow a lot lot better. Like for instance, we're going to be redoing our laundry room and I, we had a cabinet guy come and I have floating shelves that are going to go up. But I was like, Hey, when you do those floating shelves, I want them to actually be hidden drawers. So I want the thick wood floor and hidden uh, thick, floating shelf mm-hmm. to be able to pull out and it be a hidden drawer because I have a bunch of stuff 
like cords and batteries and you know laundry room stuff that need to go in there. Right. I said, "Have you ever done that before?" And he was like, "No." Like, oh my god, L.A. again. <laughs> like, no, I've never done that before. So, but he's gonna pull it off for me. So we'll see how it goes. Well, I will say, yeah, she is. She doesn't take no for an answer. So a lot of times, that's where it comes from. It's yeah. like, oh, I can, we can do it. We, we just can have do to it. Figure out how to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, right. And, I will say I grew up. My dad was a was one of those guys that fixed everything around the house. Mm-hmm. So I he wasn't in construction per se, but a, you know even when we got together, I started making her stuff. I fixed her a, a, a shoe. What was it? A um, a shoe shelf. A, a shoe a shelf store. and a jewelry store that pulled out from the shoe shelf. She was like, "Why?" You know. She's I was saying, like, wow. yeah. So you know, that kind of. Started. I was like, "For sure, I'm marrying you." <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, with you saying that you you get your creativity from God, it just reminded me of the fact that the first thing that God ever told us about Himself was that He's a Creator. Oh yeah. You know Genesis one verse one. In the beginning, God created. Creator. And then what's the first? That's the first thing God tells us about Him that He's a Creator. Then what's the first thing that God tells us about us? He made us in His image. So if He's a Creator, what does that make us? Creators. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the the fact that you recognize that you know first I get it from God is amazing. Yeah. So um, oh, yeah. and you know that's that's one of the things that truly leads to human fulfillment when we use the formula that God used, which is creativeness, mm-hmm. contribution, yeah. and connection. And you guys are you know using all three of that you guys using your creativity, you're building connections, and you're doing contribution. So I can see how you guys are fulfilled in what you're doing. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank, Thank you so Thank much. You. That's amazing. What? Um, how long have y'all been married? Thirteen years this year. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. But <laughs> <laughs> we, but we've known each other since I was what nine. Yeah. Since I was nine. Oh, I was, she was nine. Okay. I was nine. He was probably ten, ten or eleven. Yeah. yeah. So we've known gotcha. each other. I was best friends with her cousin, and she, they stay right down the street from me. So every summer she'd come down to Mississippi. Right. And yeah. he stalked me. Yeah. It worked. So, you know, it worked. <laughs> right. It worked, huh? <laughs> I have been married since uh, 2020. So, oh. Miss Ellie, I need, I, I need one advice from you on marriage real quick. Okay. You want it from me or you want it from her? <laughs> I, want, I want it from each of y'all. Okay. One advice on marriage. Oh. Well, I'll tell you what I always tell my guy friends when they ask me. I say, talk to your wife. She can tell you the she can tell you best what she needs from you, but you have to listen. So talk to your wife. Every every wife is different. Everybody's needs are different. Uh, so if you truly care about her, talk to her. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, and mine is along the same lines. Mine is communicate. Yeah. So that doesn't just mean just talk, but actually find time to talk about mm-hmm. like real things that you may that may not be surface. So not the kids, not the job, like actual things that are mentally going on, spiritually going on, mm-hmm. and then seek help. And help can be in the form of like Pastor Mike, Michael mm-hmm. Todd. We love, love, love him. He has saved, in, in a way, saved our marriage in different areas. So we love him. We we listen to him all the time. He's very uh, inspiring to us because he speaks to us on our level. Mm-hmm. So finding things that you can watch together or that you can connect with together that will help you stay close. Yeah. Uh, watching the word together helps us stay close. Okay. Uh, we may not be able to always make it to service, or um, there may be, you know, situations where we have like we have kids and they play games on Saturdays and Sundays. So sometimes it's difficult. But just finding those things 
that spiritually will help you connect will make you closer. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for that. <clears throat> Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, so we have a construction company. Yes, let's dig into the business now. Let's dig into the business. All right, that's you. I know it's, it's a lot of people out here that want to get into the industry. You know what? Let me ask this question first before I really dig into it. Okay. It's a lot of people out here that want to get into the construction business. They they aspire to do it. They got great hands and they want to do it, but they don't know how to start, where to start, what to do, what's the first step, who to reach out to, who to call, what videos to watch, what book to read. They don't have none of those answers. My if heart. you were speaking to that person right now, what advice do you have for them? Oh, <laughs> I would say, I would say, uh, first off, uh, stay prayed up. Yeah. Uh, have a lot of persistence and have a true love for people because it's, it's, it's not going to be, how can I say, it's not going to be financially uh, freeing for the first couple of years. It's going to be very hard. Yeah. That's why you have to have persistence. And you also, you also have to understand that uh, when dealing with people in their, in their homes, there are going to be a lot of ups and downs. There are going to be a lot of different types of people. You're going to have some people that don't love you back. Uh, you're going to have some people, some homeowners that are out just to take away from your company. So you, that's where you have to put God first. And, and have, Really? Yeah. Uh, you would be surprised. Uh <laughs> But on the, on the other end, you have some construction companies that do people wrong. Mm -hmm. On a, on our end, you have some homeowners that strictly do not want to pay you. They're they're out to just get something for free. Yeah. And so before we take any now, before we take any bid or before we take any job, we make sure we pray and we ask God to to lead us to to great homeowners, to great people, and to great situations. Because if you go in there on your own accord, just looking for money, you will you will get. Uh, screw. Yeah. <laughs> One thing my dad has always said is all money is not, good, not money. good money. So he told us that very early on. So we had, now we still had to get bust upside the head <laughs> and, you know, see it for ourselves. But sooner or later we learned, okay, God, before we take this job, we're going to pray because you know the ins and outs of this person. You know how this is going to go. Should we take this job? And sometimes he said no. No. And we take it anyway. <laughs> and that's when we got and busted in the head. So, you know, now when he says no, it's like, yes, sir. we're sorry. We can't, we can't, we can't work with, you know. And we, it's always in a very polite way. It's never, you know, saying it's you. Uh, but it's, yeah, we don't say God said no. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not able to take on so and since we've been doing it it's been blessed oh man. my gosh it's been yeah, so much more at god's speed yeah because you know, we used to try to take five and six jobs at a time and we he had and going everywhere and you feel like yeah. he was making a lot of money and now we do one or two jobs at a time and it's so much more financially yeah. freeing and, and being able to be more like even being here today doing this interview uh if i had six seven jobs going at the same time yeah. i'll be in the truck i've done interviews in the truck <laughs> <laughs> gotcha I got three questions. The first question for you, Miss L.A., is you said that I, I, one of y'all said that to stay prayed up. For the person that doesn't know, you said that y'all pray before y'all take a job. For the person that does not know how to pray, what or how, what do you pray for? What do you ask God for? The second question is um, you said that the business is not profitable for the first few years. I mm -hmm. want to know why is it not profitable? What okay. makes it like, 
during that season, what makes it not profitable? So I don't remember the third question, but let's just start with those two first. Okay. You can okay. First. So for the person that doesn't know is to pray. Okay. So if you don't know how to pray, but you desire to hear God, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, what I've been taught is that the voice that we hear a lot of times, so, or the Holy Spirit that is referred to, the voice that we hear a lot of time is, is actually sounds like us. So a lot of the times when you hear yourself telling yourself to do something positive, it's usually the Holy Spirit because yeah. the Holy Spirit, the word of God said, he, he has a familiar voice, right? So the, what's the most familiar voice to you? Your own. Yourself. So, right. So a lot of the times I can, and I know when it's the Holy Spirit speaking to me because he'll tell me to do something most of the time I don't want to do, but it sounds like <laughs> me, you know? Like, L.A., you should go and apologize to your husband because that was not nice, you know? And I'm like, well, I don't want to. <laughs> so so things like that. If you, if you, first of all, if you get in the Word of God, you will learn to hear the Holy Spirit. Uh, the more you read, the more you listen to ministry, he will begin to talk to you. Yeah. And if you don't know what to pray, just start, just start by saying, God, Lord, Jesus, whoever, I don't, I don't know what to pray. I don't know how to pray. But if you're there, I ask that you just start, that you speak to me, show me. And he, he will love to show you. He, he's a God of signs, miracles, wonders. He love, would love to show you, but you have to invite him in. So the first key I would say is to invite him in in whatever language and whatever way that sounds invite him in, let him know that he's welcome. And then he'll begin to move in your life, which the more that you pull, the more that you start to look for him and seek, he'll, he'll show up. And I'll say before we go to in, in a, into a bid or before we take, accept the job, we just pray. We get together. We pray, Lord, uh, show us if we're supposed to take this job or we're not supposed to take this job. We rebuke the enemy from the jobs when we go. Yeah. Uh, anytime that something may not go, be going as perfect as we would like or a homeowner's upset, I pray before I go talk to the homeowner, Lord, I, I send you out first. Uh, you know my heart. Show them what I mean. And by the time I get there, their heart is, is softened. softened. Uh, so, I mean, each. Whatever you what, and it doesn't have to be super deep. God is a person; He wants to have a conversation. If you tell Him, Lord, this person getting on my nerves, please, please calm them down. Yeah, please calm them down. Uh, Lord, I don't want to lose money on this job. Please yeah. make it profitable. Yeah. Uh, rebuke the enemy from this job. My yeah. brother, he works with us sometimes, and he, all, I tell him always, hey, if if four or five of those people are telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm I want to do it, but I'm not ready, then you just say, look, uh, take the take the enemy's hand off of my money, yeah. take his hand off of my job, mm-hmm. let him. Let them flow. So yeah. anything that you need, you know, talk to them and you'll be in your own prayer language. Yeah. But it, it starts with a communication with God. So that's what I was sure. Gotcha. Yeah. And before we get into that second question that I asked, I just uh-huh. realized that I didn't, we, we just got straight off into this interview. I forgot to even do my introduction to the show. So uh-huh. for the people that's watching, welcome, welcome, welcome <laughs> back to a very exciting episode of the hour of change podcast and as y'all know with every episode you will never think the same you will never move the same you will never work the same because the information that we provide will transform your life and today is no different we have a couple here that has built a business around yeah. the construction industry that i have been tracking down for some time now and we finally <laughs> got them on and actually while we are here i want you guys to tell the audience, how we connected. And the reason I'm asking you to tell a story is because I am starting to paint this narrative for my viewers on how I'm connecting with people. Um, because a lot of people, they 
start something, they get into something, and they stop because maybe they're not getting the response that they want or they're not, they're not growing at the pace they want to grow at. But mm-hmm. I have been persistent with my communication with guests that I want to have on the show. Yes, and sometimes yes. I know guests see my message and they see it and they see it and they see it, they see it. But through my persistence, they finally answer. So <laughs> I want you guys to tell the audience how we connected. And then we can uh, go into the question of when he said that the business is not profitable for the first few years. Yeah. Uh, we connected on Instagram. I think you may have liked something that we post or something like that. And you messaged us and said, hey, I love, you know, what you guys are doing. Would love to speak to you and have a chat. Um, and I was I was like, whoa, cool. You know, someone's reaching out to us. We've never done a podcast or anything like that before. So uh, we went to your page. We looked at some of the things you talked about because that's important to us. Knowing 100%. what you're talking about <laughs> on your page. Um, because it's representative also of what we stand for. So. After we saw that, um, we talked, we chat on the phone, and then uh, we lost contact there for a bit. We were going through a lot of changes and stuff, but you were so persistent in making sure that you were following up with us in a professional way, you know, nice, just checking in with y'all, making sure, you know, you're still on board for that, for, for meeting up and doing the podcast. Yeah. I think you had to follow up with us probably like two or three times before right. <laughs> we finally booked. Um, and so, I mean, yeah. just to have someone, because sometimes people get a little bit rude when you don't respond back and it, it starts to turn and you're like, ah, you know, I see. And that's why God didn't have me do it. But you were never <laughs> right. that way. You were always very professional. You were always, you know, checking on us. Um, our son went through some things in November. I think you reached out or something like that during that time or, or just, you know, you've been patient. So yeah. That was the number one thing that impressed us, as well as your content. Your content is so good. I've watched some more of it last night, and I was like, he has some really good things on here that especially yeah. people our age need to hear. Um, so we're blessings to your business. Hope, praying that it grows for you. Yes, Thank sir. you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, and to add to that, it's people that have been that I have been reaching out to for month after month after month after month after month. And finally, we'll make it happen. But I just know that it's a reward for people that's persistent. Yeah. Oh, you just got to stay after it. Yeah. And that's all I'm doing. And, but yeah. let's get into that question. You said the business is not profitable for the first few years. Talk to me about that. Well, I'll say this. Uh, if I can go back, my, my grandfather, uh, he was the first black catfish farmer in, in America. Um, and my mom, he was, she, he was the first what? the first African-American or black catfish farmer in America. Um, And that was back in the seventies and eighties. And my mom, she actually, they had a lawsuit against the USDA and they won. It started in 1998 and they won in 2012. So when it comes to persistence, uh, she's one of the the people. Yeah. She went through different lawyers that tried to mess her over. And she eventually just had to be her own lawyer for my, my grandfather. And she won in 2012. She won his land that 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 was stolen from him by the government. Yeah. Yeah. So it it was a lot. But when we started this business, it's it's great. And it's a side note. It's great to have someone that you can talk to that has gone through business before. Mm -hmm. uh, That's going to be honest with you, good or bad. Uh, For for us, that's my mom. She'll tell us, (laughs) hey, 
doing it right or you just keep on going or you need to change this or do this. Or are you sure you want to sure leave you your career and do this? Because <laughs> she was a teacher, so she told me, you sure you want Yeah. I'm like, yeah, mom, we're going to do it. <laughs> uh, but she, her, she told me, she said, you know, the first two or three years, you need to put everything back into the business. Your business may be in the red, but if you make it past that year three, that's usually when the business can, you know, walk on its own feet mm-hmm. and, and kind of keep going. And for us, we was like, oh, yeah, but, you know, we're going we're gonna to break the mold. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> but no, but that first two or three years, every dollar that you make does need to go back into your business for marketing, for uh, for your customer acquisition, mm-hmm. for those types of things. And then, you you know, it's going to be most of your money for your household uh, yeah. because for a little while, you're going to be spending household money to make sure in our business to make sure homeowners are taken care of. Yeah. Uh, some jobs we probably, we, we finished not making any money or using some of our own money because where the homeowner may be wrong, we're not going to tell them that and we're going to make sure they're happy because yeah. this is our livelihood. Uh, so I would say around year three or four when is when we got to the point where we didn't have to advertise anymore. We haven't advertised in about two or three years. We haven't advertised since yeah. 2020, which is really when our business yeah. honestly took off. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people were staying at home, uh, noticing, you know, that that sink that's broken that I can live <laughs> with because I only see it for 30 minutes a day. And then I'm out the door with, you know, now and it's a because I see it all day. Yeah. So people were at home locked in because of COVID. So we got lot, we got flooded with calls during COVID yeah. because so many people were like, okay, I need that at home office or I need that bathroom fixed now or this yeah. person's now staying with me. So I need this done. So. Where where a lot of business suffered and we were praying, oh God, like yeah. you know, we're independent. We're we're gonna, you know, having that little unlocked there, we trusted God and we're like, Okay, God's gonna take care of it and he did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. And ever since twenty twenty yeah. it's just like And I and I uh, and to, to kinda of double back on that, I also say it's just because of the clientele we've grown, even mm-hmm. aside from COVID, because oh, yeah. when we when we first started we would have to go in the house and we would take like a big old case like I had to be muscle man to take the case in just to kind of prove what we can do. Well now right. that we, now that we have a clientele and now that we have picture proof, now that we have concepts mm-hmm. and they can see us, you know, see our Instagram and, and website. We don't have to do that anymore. We have people calling us and, and asking us if we're busy. Marketing is everything. Yeah. I used to have to like take sinks and yeah. I mean faucets and towel and everything like and show them what their bathroom would look like in yeah. front of them. Um, wow! And sometimes those ideas were stolen. Yes. And then I then I started you know figuring okay well I got to learn how to do renderings, three D renderings because. They you know, see my husband's back is not going to be able to take carry this case for, for 10 more years. Right, right, right. <laughs> so then when I learned how, I taught myself how to do 3D renderings. And once I did that, that really took us off because now you have a visual aid. Yeah. And and that's something a lot of companies don't have, even to this And what day. is 3D rendering? Like, um, if you've seen HGTV, when they take you through your house and they show you what your house is going to look like. Like a virtual Like look a virtual look, look of what your house will look like. So that's that's what I taught myself to do, so that I, we wouldn't have to take the case, so that our clients could see what I was was here yeah. in my mind that I would try to show them there, but they weren't getting it <laughs> in it, the beginning. Is a software something for that? Yes. Yeah, it's, yes. it's a lot of different software out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just have to find the one that's right for you. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of different software out. Yeah. Got yeah. you. So while we're on the topic of money. I don't want to know how much y'all make, but how much is the business? Where's the business at right now? Let's talk about some money. Oh, okay. I say uh, right now, I would say on a bad year, we probably um, 
I want to say what two million dollars uh that gross on a bad year. So this year, yeah, that's amazing. That's still amazing. (laughs) So yeah, this year I think by what what month is this? February. We've already done over a million in business this year. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Congratulations. Oh God, man, it's all God. Congratulations, man. That's that's something that me and my wife aspire to do real soon, man. Yes, I, we, we actually want to get in the industry of real estate too, really soon. So oh, yeah. maybe, maybe we could do something together. Oh yeah, we'd love to. <clears throat> That'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, what's the biggest challenge that you are experiencing in entrepreneurship right now? Uh, time. Time management is the biggest challenge, especially when you have a family, when you have a wife at home. Um, I I take the boys to school every day, and I try to make sure I do all the the work I need to do. In order to be able to get home and pick them up every day as well, because uh, I don't want to miss out. I, I've talked to a lot of people, and it's like, yeah, I have a great business. I, I'm a great, you know, great this, a great that, but I don't get to see my right. family. Yeah. yeah. So time management is the biggest yeah. thing. I would say probably the same for me, time management, because a lot of times my projects, the renderings that I'm doing, take hours and hours. Sometimes eight to twelve hours, depending on if I'm doing a whole house. So sometimes learning how to put it down and tend to family and things like that. So yeah, time management and then learning how to market. (laughs) Learning how to market yourself is everything. So I'm still learning, but learning what to do, what the new trends are, you know, while on top of doing your work, you also have to market and I handle all of our marketing. So that's, that's been, that's been a learning curve because it's constantly changing, you know, algorithms are constantly changing and all that stuff so yeah and then instagram time now tiktok time and now like (laughs) sometimes you feel like you can't keep up (laughs) i would say for young for uh, young people that's trying to start being entrepreneurs is having someone that you can depend on that's done it before yeah and knowing how to take advice but at the same time not lose who you are Mm -hmm. so you kind of find you have to find that line like yeah this is how they did it and it's profitable but this is my niche and I can't try to be like that other person. Yeah. But at the same time, they have information. Kind of like, kind of like y'all and, and, and Miss Elliot's parents, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Uh, you said time management. So it's a lot of people that deal with time management. Like it's it, time management is just horrible for a lot of people. Yeah. What, what strategies or what do y'all have implemented to combat that? To make uh, it flow smoothly. What do y'all do? I would say one of the things we've recently done as far as for us is we started to put the kids to bed earlier. <laughs> so that way we have time. We feel like we've gone two or three weeks and hadn't had any time together. So that way we yeah. have time to sit on the couch and watch a dumb movie. <laughs> or, right. or sit and watch or just talk or whatever. So that's one of the things time management wise we mm-hmm. we've gotten better at. Because last year was just chaos. We're trying to get the kids to bed and so many projects. So and then yeah. learning maybe to take less yeah. projects. Moving, moving at God's speed is, yeah. is a big one. Uh, yeah. Like I said, it's trying not to do six projects and make a million dollars, and 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 let God bring one project that'll make yeah. more than those six. Yeah. Uh. So. Stride. Yeah. So, stride. Yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah. Pastor Mike. <laughs> did, stri- Pastor Mike did a, a, a series. A series on striding and just going and yeah. learning how to go at God's pace. Yeah. Not sprinting, but striding. Right. Learning what stride is. 
Yeah, because for me, again, I'm one of them dads. I want to take my kids to school and pick them up and be in all the practices. You know, if you're doing too much, it's, it's hard to do those types of things. So, yeah. Gotcha. Prioritizing and trusting God. And I want to be at home. I want. I don't want my kids to come in and have to make their own food and, and do their own homework and stuff like that. So, yeah. So, yeah. We try to well, make their own homework, but we have <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> what unique value does your product or service offer that attract new customers? Oh, I can tell you off the top. Uh, people love us because, again, L.A. is so innovative. But when they get something that's innovative in their home and they get it for a price that's not innovative <laughs> when they don't have to pay millions of dollars or a crazy price for stuff that no one else has in their home. Yeah. So I think we, we kind of bridge the gap between a uh, great product and a great price at the same mm-hmm. time. For the person that's struggling with pricing in their construction business, what do you, what do you base your pricing off? We, we always say we try to make a live. We, and we tell our clients, we're here to make a living, not a killing. Yeah. So if you're going in, you're trying to make a killing, and you're just trying to get vastly overcharge. You're yeah. not your business is not going to last. You have to learn that it's more important to build relationships than to build your pockets. And a lot of a lot of homeowners love that we. I'm honest with them. I'll go yeah. in the first thing I tell them. Hey, I need to know what budget are you trying to stay in as mm-hmm. far as what you're trying to get. That's been key. And if you tell me thirty thousand dollars, I say okay, we can do this. Excuse me. We can do this and this and this, but you may not get that. Well, they may be like, okay, well, I have another 3000 for that if we can do it all. And yeah. So that's one we And I tell them all the time, and it's it's better shown, but a lot of repeat customers, they like, they, they trust us already. And, you know, my word is bond, our word is bond when it yeah. comes to, okay, we can do this or we can't do this. We've had clients that have preferred other people. Yeah. And just from the referral, they're like, I'm not looking at anyone else. They say, you're good, you're good, you're mm-hmm. hired. So, not even having knowing a price yet, and we're yeah. just hired right. of credibility, <laughs> and that's what I mean. Had we, had they said, you know, they charged me over, charged me under, you know, because we've we've had customers that say, yeah, we had a construction company do this before, and they were great. They just were crazy expensive, you know hmm. what I mean. And then we've had homeowners that say, yeah, it was somebody that was pretty cheap, but they worked so. Yeah. So we try to bridge that gap. You know what I mean? We we try to be right at right in the sweet spot. A great price, but then you're going to get a great product. And you have to show up. Yes. You have to show up. That's be every day. Rain. <laughs> yeah. You have to show up. Yeah. Because if you don't, that will, that reputation will precede you fast. That right. You're yeah. I know in this business, it has to be times or instances where it was big disagreements, big disagreements between y'all and clientele. How do you navigate that when stuff that happens? The first thing well, we you do- know what you know what. Let me get a little more specific. Okay. Give me a, oh, a scenario, a situation of just a terrible experience you had, and how did oh. you like get through it? Uh, I, a terrible. One. Okay, so I, I'll go to when we when we early on in this business. You know, we were young and we we kind of trusted. Uh, mm an older gentleman that has been doing it before that wasn't her dad. And we ended up in a situation where we had three big jobs going and he walked off on the jobs with X amount of money that he wasn't supposed to have. So he stole from us. Uh, and we're young. I, I want to say, shoot, this what, year two, year one, one, year one. And he walked off with the money and we were stuck with three big jobs and we were about $50,000 in the hole. 
so we had we had one or two choices. We can walk off and just tell the homeowner and say we're sorry, you know, this happened, or we can tell them the truth and we can we can tough it out and, and get through the job. So every dollar that came in, it went right to those jobs yeah. until we finished all three. Uh, the last one, I think it took maybe two or three more months than we expected, but we were honest with the homeowner the whole the whole way. Um, the homeowners they weren't pissed with us. But they weren't, you know, they, they weren't, weren't happy. They weren't thrilled, but they were glad that we yeah. told them the situation. Yeah, and we and we stuck through. Mm-hmm. And, we, we and the reason why we hired that gentleman is because he was, and I'm calling him gentleman, was because he was experienced. He was a GC, and we were not. Uh, we didn't have that wisdom, that knowledge yet. So after that, Greg was like, "I'm doing it. I'm never doing it again. I'm gonna have to learn the business. I'm gonna have to learn." <laughs> learn what a GC does. I'm going to have to learn what things are called. I'm going to have to learn it because you can't, my brother-in-law always says this, you can't let everyone hold your baby. Yeah. And we let him hold our baby. It was a newborn baby and he he dropped. dropped. (laughs) So, um, you know, he's, the baby's recovered, but we'll always have that memory of our baby being dropped. So now we just don't do that. And if it's something that we need, we either learn how to do it or we ask someone that we trust already that has the wisdom and knowledge to, to lead yeah. us. As far as, as homeowners, to answer your question, as far as disagreement with homeowners, because that was more with that yeah. person. Uh, we've had homeowners that, that disagree with how we did certain things. Or we had one, we painted the outside of the house and she was she was dead set on saying that it, we had the paint wasn't right because she could see the shadows in between the bricks. And we we're like, we're well, going to be a shadow. It's the sun now, so it's going to be a shadow. So we, what we did, again, we just we went back to prayer. We yeah. prayed. We're like, Lord, let her see. Please yeah. show her understanding because we, we're, if we're in a good space, if we're not trying to cheat people, the God is going to be on your side. And so the next day we went into, this is how he works all the time. The home, <laughs> the, the husband was like, listen, I'm, I'm going to take her out of town for like two weeks and y'all finish. Like, you don't have to worry about her anymore. Please don't walk off right. the job. Yeah. And and that's how it does all the time. Yeah. I mean, you can be on the phone and they're dead, I mean, pissed, like, to the top. And then we pray. By the time you get there, they're like, how oh, we see what you guys yeah. mean. We appreciate you. And, and we're just like, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. We we don't we used to be like, what the? Yeah. Now we're like, yeah, every time. Every time. Yes, sir. <laughs> and, but yes, God sir. Like, really, really great client. Yeah. Since we've learned the stride of God and learned, yeah. learned what we have a like a what do you call it? Like we have a order of the way of operation. Yeah. yeah. So now because we are seasoned in this, uh, it doesn't come as often. Those little yes. riffs don't come as often. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. So <laughs> what you're saying is we pray before we go in. So yeah. once we do that, it, it we don't it um it doesn't lend a, a door open for the enemy. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate it. You had said that. You you had to learn what a GC does. I'm assuming GC general contractor. Yes, sir. So what 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 exactly is the role of a general contractor? So yeah. So <laughs> my job is to know how everything works, how everything is supposed to be, how it looks when it's not right, how much it's supposed to cost, how how it looks when it's cost too much, and and, and you know. So I just have to know every in, in all ins and out of the business. I have to know her job. I have to know my job. I have to know my guy's job. And I have to know what the homeowners are looking for. Uh, I remember early on, I would hate to talk to homeowners when they were mad or hate to talk to homeowners when they disagreed with how, how we did things. And I had to realize that even though it's right, doesn't mean that that's the vision they had in their heads. So I let them know, hey, this is why we did this. This is the way we do it. But how would you like to see yeah. it look? 
you know, we can do it. Yeah. You know, so once you de-escalate and they realize, okay, he's not trying to do it. So it's not wrong. It's just a different way to do it. Right. So right. it's it's just learning those things. I'm, I I deal with more upset children than I did when I was a kid, when I was still a teacher. <laughs> and I mean that, and I don't mean their kids. I mean like homeowners, when, when they spend thousands of dollars, they turn into the kids sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's funny. <laughs> that's too funny. How do you how do you communicate with your existing customers to keep them informed and engaged? Oh, I'm um even while we're sitting here, I'm getting text messages, but they, yeah. they can text me any time of the day, any time of night. Uh, I have one that texts me at night. He's like, "Hey, you got two minutes?" I'm like, "Yeah, what's going on?" We uh, don't we don't shut off, and yeah. I, I I don't. Some people can't do that, but we don't. Yeah. Uh, we is, to... is that a good or bad thing to not shut off the business? It can be a bad thing. It can be it a, can bad be a bad thing, thing when it's taken away. When yeah. it's taken away from other more important things. So family and things like that. But we don't shut off because, mm-hmm. first of all, we, we love what we do. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's easy not to shut off. Just like a kid that would play video games all day. They don't yeah. want to ever shut it off. So... It's for us. It's that type of enjoyment. We love what we do, and then secondly, we want to be successful. So if a customer can't doesn't get home to ten o'clock and they need to have that midnight talk yeah. and go through things, that's what we do. Um, we always try to make sure that it doesn't get, get in the mm-hmm. way of our kids. Um, with us, we have had to sacrifice at times, like vacations. I know, oh. like. <laughs> The, yeah. we've been through vacations where I'm like, can you just get off the phone? But it's not going to happen. It's just not going to yeah, happen. When I'm not here, I have to do it. It's more. I will say that uh, it's easier now because we don't have the five or six jobs going on and we have yeah. like one or two. And also, I've learned how to communicate and foreshadow. Mm-hmm. And this is what we're doing today. This is what we're going to do next yes. week. This is what's going to happen. If you have any questions, let me know. Yeah. So that cut that cuts down on them getting yeah. home like why is this here? Yeah. Like, I've already let you know. Like this? Is this yeah. So if you do the foreshadowing before yeah. the day before, mm-hmm. they already have a lot of their questions answered that they were going to text you at 10 o'clock and ask you. And then they so, trust us more now yeah. too. Yeah. So when they used to say, are y'all going to close this wall up? Like, <laughs> no, nah, we're going to leave a big hole in your wall. <laughs> right. You know, they don't right. ask those types of things anymore. They know, yeah. we know what we're doing. So, yeah. but yeah. That's well, amazing. And that goes back to the media part. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, when we you first had started. said that, um, I know you had said that you want to be successful. What is your definition of successful? Uh, not, we, I think we have different definitions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, def- well, well, Miss Miss Ellie, the one that used the word successful, so I want to hear hers. Go ahead. Okay, so my definition of success would be to be financially able to have multiple streams of income. Financially able to take off when we want to take off, to deny um, jobs when we are, you know, when we just we want to just take off this month. So we're not going to take any more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's at a place where I think you're successful uh, in that area, in the financial area. Mm-hmm. Uh, success with family is being able to bring our sons along for the ride. Not necessarily meaning that they have to do this, mm-hmm. but also, but building a building generational wealth, building an empire for them. Mm-hmm. So that if they don't want to do this, at least they have a company they have the opportunity to run or be a part of in some way or another. And then 
Uh, I mean, there's things I want to do. Being us being featured in a magazine, that's something I've always wanted design wise to be featured. Mm-hmm. That happened last year for us. Thanks to Yellow Cover mag- Magazine. So, um, those types of things, accolades are important because they show not only your peers, but your clients. They they give you a certain, um, what's it called? They give you a, to your clients, the more accolades you have, yeah. the more. Uh, credible. More credibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And we had to learn that because when we were when we were coming into this, we were two young black American kids. <laughs> kids. What were we like early thirties and like, hey, you want us to tear your house down and build it? <laughs> we and they're it. like, no. So but now have that credibility means a lot. So that is why I strive for things like that. And I had to, you know, get him to understand that is that yeah, people look at those things. People look at what you've achieved, mm-hmm. and that goes along with your credibility. It goes a long way. And t- go, go ahead. ahead. I was gonna say my my definition of success in the term is on on every job. Make sure we make it under budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure homeowners are happy, <laughs> and make sure my guys are happy. That's that's my short list. Budget, budget. <laughs> yeah. Um, How often do y'all go over budget? If we go up a budget, it's because we wanted to do something at this point. At this point. Good answer. I yeah. thought for sure you were going to blame it on me. <laughs> oh, no. When I say we want to do something, it's her. But, uh, gotcha. <laughs> no, it, I mean, because sometimes we have them homeowners, we're, they're like, we like, we want to do something for them. We, you know. Yeah. So it, it's at this point now. Otherwise, we, we, <laughs> we've done it so long where I can kind of, we can look at a, a project and say, yeah, we can do it for this amount. And he, I think through time, he's learned how to, um, make provisions for mm-hmm. me because it used to be where I would come in and I'm like, oh, this would be great on this project. And he's like, we didn't account for that. And I'm like, but it'd be so good. And then we end up doing it and we end up spending more than we thought. So now he has made learned to make provisions because LA's going to come up with about five projects right. in this project. <laughs> And I you, tell the homeowner, I say, LA's going to come up with other stuff and you're paying for it. <laughs> I'm not paying for it anymore. <laughs> Because it used to be like, you want to use slacks? Uh, each slack is 7 to $8. And I'm like, oh. But it's... So, but he's learned, he's, we've learned each other. So he makes provisions for me. He knows that that's going to happen. So yes. now it's not like an argument. <laughs> as far as, well, I guess you, you guys are in construction overall, but I, my, I was going to ask, is there like a specific niche that you're known for? Like, you know, okay, we, we specialize in bathroom remodeling or like kitchen or like, or it's just overall. Yeah, we, you know, we, we've been asked this question before. Yeah, we, well, I mean, we specialize in, in, if you want me to be honest, I think we specialize in, in people. People. I think we specialize mm-hmm. in people. Mm-hmm. Uh, your house is going to look great, but you're going to have a relationship with someone that's going to make your life better. And I would say that, like, I say that, huh, because of God, because we, we do more ministry, uh, if, even if it's not like we pray with them, we, but we do more ministry and we're showing them our heart. Yeah. And I, that's why I feel like we, it, it's, each house we go to, we leave, in there, and I feel like it's a little more love in that house. Yeah. Uh, and us making a little money and them getting a, a better kitchen is just about product. And I, I, I right. Do, <laughs> I love that answer. I do agree with him. Our niche is definitely people because we've we've gone. We in one of our earlier jobs, we went on a uh, went to a client, and she was like, "I'm going to have 
y'all come walk through, you know, this was the first initial meeting. Well, two other contractors showed up oh, with yeah. <laughs> along with us from other companies. And so she was walking us all through, telling us what she wanted. I, I was the only woman because most contractors don't have a designer with them. They It's just them. That's an old man. You pick what you want and I install it. And that's how they are. Um, that's how the traditional contractor they they work. So for me to be the only woman there and I'm walking through and I'm showing her, well, you can do this and you can do that. She hired us on the spot. Yeah. And we had way less experience, experience than those other, other two gentlemen. But that's what set us apart. And then yeah. being becoming befriending her. She still sends us pictures of her kids yeah. now and look at this should be so big and you yeah. know, so we actually try to have an actual personal relationship. I, we send. I don't say we try. We just, we it's just, just our personality. Yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah, it's like we're not going in there to try to befriend you to get the job. No, it's just. I mean, we talk to everybody. We. Yeah. That's just who you are. Yeah. yeah, her parents are pastors. My mom was a principal for forty years, so yeah. it's like we, like we know. We grew up we in environments people. where we had to learn how to talk to all walks yeah. of life. So. And it's not good when you go to the grocery store because you're staying there two hours, but it's cool. <laughs> right, 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 right. Look, um, Miss Ellie, is that ever intimidating for you when you're the only woman contractor coming in or designer coming in? Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there with her. But, yeah. So, you know, I, but our team just looks better, when, yeah. you know, when it's both of us together because I'll talk to the husband and she'll talk to the wife and we... And it's just, you could tell, like, the other guys are just sitting there taking measurements and we're having conversations. It's like, yeah, y'all go home. <laughs> and, and I love it. And I won't say I'm the type of person that I like to be underestimated, but mm. it's a challenge. And uh, I like challenges. Yeah. <laughs> so I like to be able to, to show that I also know what I'm, I'm talking about and show that I also am equipped for your job as well. So um, I don't do the GC part of it, but the design that that's my thing. Yeah. Who is your ideal client and how well do you understand their pain points? Oh, you have really good questions. Yeah. Is anybody talking to that? You have really good questions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've had meetings with production companies and, never this, and never this deep. So you have great, great. Uh, <laughs> ideal Thank you. Client. Now, when you say ideal, like our favorite or like the, the, the renovation. You know, for <laughs> For like every business, you have an ideal client. Like, okay. you know, oh, for yeah. an example, um, I'm trying to find an example. No. Okay, like a car lot. We, the ideal client is someone that their car just broke down. Sorry, yeah. let, let's, let's use, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, you have an ideal client. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I'll say as far as... What's your ideal client? Yeah. What's mine? <laughs> I'll say for me, my ideal client is someone that's... Uh, that has an extensive budget, <laughs> I know. Uh, but they also, and I'll say for for us being realistic, it's someone that that's not afraid to push the envelope, uh, mm -hmm. that won't box us in and mm -hmm. not and not let us do what makes us better. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, that, that, what do that, you that, mean by what do you mean by not afraid to push the envelope? Because we don't do normal stuff. Like, if you can even see the fireplace behind us, it's not normal. Yeah. Uh, so we're trying to do something that you hadn't seen before that your your friends are going to come in and say, oh, wow, you yeah. know, that's what we're trying to do. And not and it's not so our company can be featured. It's just because, why, why are you going to spend all that money and get the same thing she got next door? Let's do something. You know, right. so, so the idea of client is someone that has a budget and that's, that's also open 
the idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's harder for me to work with clients that don't dream, mm-hmm. that want things very cooker cutter, cut, cooker cutter, cuttery. Yeah, <laughs> that just want things the way that every other matchbox house is. Yeah. It's very hard for me to work with those clients, and I don't mean like I mean or anything, but I mean, yeah, I can't really dream with them. So I just do it the way that they want to do it. But when I have those clients that are like. LA, go nuts. Tell me what you want. Ooh, yeah. That's when I'm like, okay, so when we do this and this yeah. and this and this, and not all of my stuff lands. Not not all of my ideas land, and that's okay, but at least yeah. we can find it. We can figure out what's you and not just what's right. mainstream. Yeah. I don't want you to, I don't want to walk away and you just have a mainstream house. I want you to, well, I want to walk away and you have the house of your dreams. Okay. I guess we, I love that. I want to, I want to tailor my answer. I'll, I'll say mine is, <laughs> Someone that wants to do one thing and want to pay me a million dollars. So I can get Ain't done nothing it. wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> uh, I want to get done real fast on budget. Let's go. <laughs> um, for the person that's getting ready to structure out or build out their construction companies, I know there's different departments and different things or different team members. What 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 is what all does a construction team consist of? Like, what's the different layers to it? Okay, uh, I wear a lot of these hats, uh, but I think to have a successful construction company in these in these days, you have to have someone that can do your marketing and your design, like LA does. Uh, at the same time, what I do is important, but the biggest part is her and the guys. We have to have trustworthy guys that know what they're doing mm-hmm. and they're going to be there on time. Uh, and I think that's, and we hadn't said this, but we do want to say that right now, a lot of our headaches are gone because we have trustworthy guys. And we have guys that love to work yeah. more than we do, yeah. which is rare. It's rare. I mean, it's wow. really, that's yeah, a blessing. We it's tell them to go home and they're like, Oh no, wanna we want to do it. This. Or we want to come Sunday or we want to come on Christmas. And we're like, you cannot come on Christmas. <laughs> go home. I don't, family. Like I can celebrate. I don't mean. I don't yeah. mean to cut your wisdom, but with you saying that, I have to I have to ask this question: How did you guys cultivate that atmosphere within your company to where guys want to do that? Oh, that's a good because you know a lot of times people that work for businesses once it hits five o'clock, it's time to go. I don't want to. I'm I'm out. I have an answer to that. Good. I believe what we've done is first of all we treat them like human beings, okay. not like they work for us. Um, Greg on the Gopher. basic level, you treat them as human beings. Oh, on the fundamental beings. level, you treat them as human beings. Say that one more time for the people in the back, because I don't think they heard that. Seriously, no, because that, that is a big, valid point. Yeah, they are not our slaves. They are paid employees, but they are not our slaves. They're more so, fa- they're closer to family than they are. Yeah, yeah, we treat them like family. We know their 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 kids' names. We you know we try to do things for them or, or pray for them. Pray for them. We, yeah. Stop in the middle of a construction site and pray for one of our guys who's out. His son was yeah. in the hospital. We prayed right there. Wrong so, son, yeah, <laughs> grown son. His dad just began to cry. So, I mean, we treat them like human beings because they actually they have families, they have yeah. issues, they've had problems, they have up days and down days. So, we treat them like human beings. And then, secondly, we pay them what they are worth. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you're if your guys feel like they're not being paid what they're worth, they're gonna cut corners. They're gonna not show up. They're gonna have 
And not showing up usually means I'm on someone else's job. So, you know, so things like that, you have to make people feel worthy. And make sure they're paid even if, like, early on, we made sure our guys were paid even if we weren't making anything. And that's the big thing in this industry because no one, a lot of times, um, no one is going to account for it. So you can kind of easily get over on someone, Mm -hmm. but it's going to come back and bite you. It's going to come back and bite you. How do you pay someone what they're worth if the business is not bringing in the revenue that that person feel like they should be getting paid? Well, a lot of times- Have time, you ever deal with I, that before? Yeah, we have. But in this industry, depending on how it's tailored, a lot of times the guys are getting paid for when they have work to do. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, so if we don't have anything, <clears throat> we don't have anything. So that's in a lot. And I tell my guys all the time, I take my 11-year-old with me on, on some jobs sometime, my son. And I, he always, and I tell him, do you see what I do every time I leave the job site? He's like, well, I'm like, every time I leave, I tell him, thank you, and I appreciate you. You know, my guy. No matter if I've been there three times that day, when I leave, I say, appreciate y'all. Thank you for what you're doing. And I let him see that so he can know, like, these are the guys that are pushing this business. These are the guys mm-hmm. that the business build on, and we respect them for that. We respect them. Without them, without them, you wouldn't have that PlayStation. So. Right. And it's also teaching him to always show gratitude. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and and I got it honest because even when I was a teacher, the people I talked to the most were the janitors and, you know, the custodians, those type of people. And I thank them for what they did then because those are the people who really run your business. They really run at, at the ground level. Yeah. Uh, but I, I make sure he see that. I make sure they know they're appreciated. And I, and we make sure we pay them on time when they when, uh, when they ask. Yeah. So Amazing. Amazing, man. You, you guys are. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Say it one okay. more time. In, in return, they they are appreciative. They'll they'll work. They'll bend over backwards. I mean, tell the other day uh, we had an issue with our water heater. Yeah. And he came and fixed our water heater. He had been to two other houses before that, and it was ten o'clock at night. Yeah. And he was here fixing it. He was like, when he was done, he said, "Okay, I'm gonna, I got to go to one more house and help someone else." And it was already ten. And we're like, "Good lord!" Like, wow! Like, that's what they do for us. Yeah. That's what they do. You you guys are just saying so much. It's like the more you guys talk, the more I want to keep peeling back the layers, keep peeling back the layers, keep peeling back the layers. Man, it, 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 this is just filled with so much. Um, but we're going to wrap up here real soon. If you could start your entrepreneurship journey all over again, looking back in hindsight, what would you have done faster? Faster. I would have learned to render faster. I know that, um, yeah, I would have learned to render faster and I would have learned, I knew about marketing as far as you need a website, you need an email, you need a phone number, but I did not know the power of social media until probably, probably 2020. So maybe two years, three years into our business when we got our first phone call from a production company from HGTV. And that's when I realized Oh dang! Yeah. Like social media is serious, and in that right. in that year, we got three different phone calls from production companies wanting to pitch us to HGTV, to Magnolia, to different mm-hmm. networks. So me learn, me knowing, having the wisdom, then even though I wanted and desired to have that show, me knowing in my heart of heart, it's not time, and it's not probably going to happen. But God's showing me that it's a possibility. That you're, they now, they now know your name. They now have follow you or whatever the case may be. So it's a possibility. So learning, 
very early on the power of social media because my dad, when we were working with them, it was like pulling teeth, trying to just get him to do a website. And I built their first website. I built our website too, but um, he was like, I don't need a website. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put flyers on the door. And I'm like, flyers on the door? Like, what are we? And he would walk from door to door, and that's how he had done it for thirty years. Well, it you was know? better than when he used to tape it to a pigeon leg and let it stop. <laughs> so, so you know, those types of things, learning that it's yeah. your, you can use it to benefit you. Yeah. Now, can it be used to tear your business down? Absolutely if you don't use it in the right way, but it can be definitely used to benefit you and introduce you to people like you. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. How yeah. about you, sir? If you could start all over again, what would you have done faster? I would say, and it's it's kind of hard to do what I would say faster because it, it just comes with time, but more experience. Mm-hmm. It's just, my job is just experience, experience, experience. Uh, every time I run into a different situation on the job, it, it won't happen again. So, uh, that's that's all it is. I mean, so that's all I have. I'm sorry, it's not pretty, but it's, <laughs> no, no, it's it, it's all good. I learned your craft. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> actually be interested in what you're doing and learn how to do it. A lot of people want to jump into this business and not really know what they are getting into. So, and I ask why a lot, a, a lot of yeah, times, growing. Yeah. When I'm starting off with my electrician or plumber or framer, I'm like, why do we do this? Why are we doing it this way? He learns, we learn, he, I mean, he learns from our guys. Yeah. That's how he learned to be a GC. He would say, okay, what does this do? And what does that do? And he's learned. So when those clients ask him questions, he's able to answer because he's learned from them. And I'm honest with clients too. If they ask me yeah. something I don't know, I say, I'll ask my electrician and then I'll let you know. I don't try to make up an answer just to right. I love that. I love that. And that's the way it should be. We should all be able to learn, learn from each other. So that's amazing. Um, one more question here. Can you describe a time when you had to pivot in your business and what led to that decision? Oh, I would say we were working with, uh, do you want to say their name on the <laughs> We were working with a company. We'll say that. And it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, it was good for the time being because my brother had started working with us. So it was an avenue for him to have business uh, 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 opposite of ours. Uh, but it just, towards the end, they started trying to give us like crumbs. And so we had to pivot and pivot away from them and kind of just stay in our own lane ahead. That's our bread and butter. Um, and then and during that time, we had to teach his brother how to fish. Yeah. So, you know, instead of us supplying, we had to, hey, this is how we do it. This is what you can use. This is what you should do. That yeah. type of thing. And showing him the ropes. And now he's, yeah, he, he works under White House construction, but he's pretty much sufficient on yeah. all on his own. He gets his own jobs. He runs them. You know, we, has his own guys. Yeah, so has his own guys. But yeah. So yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. You, you would say, I want to touch on marketing real quick. You said you, Brought up marketing a few times. How do you market your business? What I strategies did. do you use? <laughs> um, one of the things I I didn't know that I did until recently was I actually study other people's pages or profiles. So people that I admire or um, or I love their work or I see what they're doing, I go and I pay it on purpose on purpose attention to. What are they posting about? How do they look when they post? What do the jobs look like? What type of pictures? What angles? What 
lighting. I mean, I look at all those things and then I, I try to implement them into our own business. But I will say she has impeccable taste because she's, we will, both of us, we'll see stuff that may be making you profitable, but if it doesn't, if it doesn't uh, speak to us, we won't do no. it. So it's not like we're trying to just copy someone. No. It's like it was, it's what we feel like is, is can work for us. That, that kind of lends to what we're trying to put out there. That's yeah. good. Like um, I was saying, one person is Egypt Sharad. I really, I love her and her husband, uh, Mike. They're on HGTV and they have a, they have a show, but I love their dynamic. I also love that um, she posts a lot of personal things. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hmm, because I'm not used to posting a lot of personal things or us even talking. It's mostly, yeah. you know, just our job. But I'm learning that you are part of your business. Mm -hmm. So if people have a face to put with the pictures of what you're doing, then that builds trust. So I'm learning that that's yeah. part of it, that you also have to get in front of a camera and do things like this that you aren't normally, you know, comfortable Cause with. Yeah, because we're private people. Yeah, so, you know, just stepping out of the box. So even this today was like a stepping out of the box, mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, we'll see how this works. We'll go. <laughs> well, I, to, to say the least, I hope you all enjoyed it. <laughs> to say yes. the least. You're very, you do a great job, yes. man. Seriously, really I can see you taking it to another level, man, for real. Yeah. And I appreciate that. I truly, 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 truly do appreciate that. One quick question. How um, how big is your team right now? Because I heard you say you got guys and your brother. How big oh. is the team? As far as the, the overseeing team is uh, L.A., myself, and my brother, and then we have at least about six to seven crews we can call on at any given time. So about 30 to 35 people we can call on at any given time. That's amazing. And while, and while we on that, how do you recognize and celebrate individual and team achievements? That's a good one. Uh, it's, <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, as far as, I mean, recently, like I said, she's how many times? How, how many times y'all going to keep saying that's a good question? <laughs> Don't you keep putting them out there. <laughs> but uh, she's been recently recognized in magazine and she's been asked to do uh, different jobs with, you know, some, some, uh, high up type people and we just try to you know even with my brother when he sends us pictures of his job we had seen we we always stay positive we always tell him what we think and congratulate him we we, we try to congratulate the small things and again we try to say thank you a lot to each other and to our guys even if it's small like even if like you say when she, when they came over here late like thank you for that so yeah um we've done things like um of course christmas gifts and, and lunch and stuff like that for the guys but just always making sure that they feel appreciated. Yeah. I mean, in any relationship that you're in, whether it's a mom and a child, or, you know, a parent and a child, husband and wife, everybody wants to feel appreciated. So, 100%. Where people yeah. feel appreciated <clears throat> and they're doing the job. Reassurance is everything. Because yeah. a lot of us, all of us are unsure. We're really unsure from day to day in everything we do. So, being reassured in everything is, and those, is key. That's one of the things God worked on me in my relationship with is, is telling her what I see and not just thinking it and thinking she can see what I'm seeing in my head, you know, even if yes, it's sir. like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, even if it's like, I like those shoes or I like your hair yesterday. And we try to do those on our, on our sites. Like, especially when we go to somewhere house, even if we're about to renovate, we try to find something that we do like about their house and let them know, you know, we, you know, so, and we try to do that, you know, with everyone and on every job. So, you guys have mentioned uh, HDTV being in a magazine. Mm -hmm. Tell me more about that. 
Well, uh, uh, as far as the magazine that was with Yellow Cover last year, uh, they reached out to us and wanted him involved in a men's issue. We did sort of like you. We did an on-phone phone call with her. It went really well, and yeah. she invited him to be a part of their men's issue where they featured a lot of great chefs and men in different businesses. Um, and then later, she in the winter, she invited me to be a part of another issue uh, that they were kind of centering around the Barbie issue. Um, so we've just become great friends with her since then. And, yeah. you know, just learning how to communicate and talk to people and, and yeah. you know, build relationships. And, and then, you want to do HUT? Yeah, a production company reached out to us. Uh, how many years ago? Uh, I would say just two. About two years two, ago. And we, yeah. we kind of did like a little pilot, uh, not episode, but promo for a show which everyone loves when they see it and yeah. you know all the production companies love and about four or five production companies reached out to the uh well not production companies but television stations reached out to the production company and telling how much they loved us it's just it hadn't been a perfect timing for it yeah. and we're we're trusting the god with it we're not you yeah. know trying to overstep or anything but there were we, some merger issues happening yeah. with discovery and who's the discovery and uh they were, HBO, they were merging and some things happened that kept Things just kept happening in that business part of it yeah. that was keeping us from from them taking us on at the time. So we were just like, okay, God, we see you. Yeah. We that just means we have more growing to do, and you're protecting us. So, right. for, so <laughs> if it's for us, he gonna bring. Yeah, because we don't want to get on TV and look like a fool. So right, <laughs> you know, no, so I we, agree. And and we have definitely, I would say, in those two years, grown yeah. exponentially. Uh, right. Yep. <laughs> Man, this 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 was amazing. This was amazing. Not only did I learn a lot, but I think that <clears throat> this conversation has provided a lot of value for 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 the for the community, people that want to get into the industry. Exactly. Um Everything that you guys have going on, man, I'm I'm sending more love. I'm sending more positivity. I'm sending more wins. I'm sending more more financial wins y'all way. I'm sending more clientele y'all way. I'm sending another 12 13 years of blissful marriage just just everything y'all have going on man I'm, I'm 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 pushing nothing but more success for y'all and i just want to let y'all know again that i am very 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 appreciative of y'all time because y'all could be doing anything else right now but the fact that y'all gave me just a little bit of y'all time today um yes, to pour into my community into my mission i am i am honored yeah. And same here, man. Blessings to you and yours, man. Congratulations on, on your podcast. This is, yes. again, amazing. You're an amazing interviewer, man. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't just say that to you. Amazing interviewer. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you thank you. And <laughs> by the way, I, I am looking forward to connecting some more and, and, and um, you know, just, just keep building. Because um, yeah. I feel like this was a great conversation, man. Like, honestly, I do. Yes, sir. Um, lastly, uh, let everybody know how they can find y'all. Okay, so you how they can connect. Us. We're on uh, Instagram at white underscore house underscore construction. Um, that that's really the biggest platform you can find us on. You'll find pictures, videos, before and afters, uh, yeah. client reveals. Uh, you'll find a little bit of us on there, but uh, definitely come check us out. We're we're building every day. We're posting all the time. So let yeah. us know what you think. Website, whitehouseconstruction.org, if you're old-fashioned. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
one last thing, man. Um, and I'm gonna pose this question to each one of y'all individually. Mm-hmm. If the world is listening to you right now, mm-hmm. what piece of advice would you give to humanity? And this is the question we ask to close out the interview. Uh, she'll tell you, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big conspiracy theorist type guy and just a for the people type guy. I would just say, man, just love the person beside you like you want them to love you. And I mean, we all here together. We're all here together. And so if, if I mess the earth up, I'm messing it up for you. And the same thing for you. If you mess it up, you're going to mess it up for me too. So that's yes, how I sir. Yeah. And what I would say is don't wait. Uh, we had the guy, the cousin that brought us together. Um, he was my favorite guy cousin and uh, his best friend he's he's gone and he was gone as he turned 28 Um, he died of cancer but I would just say don't wait because tomorrow's not promised to you and if there's a fire burning inside of you if there's something you want to do if there's something that's keeping you up at night that you just have that passion to do explore it in some way or another it may start small but that thing is going to grow and if it if you love it, then go after it. Don't 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 wait because you just you never know. Mm-hmm. And I always wanna I always say I wanna leave this earth empty. I wanna leave it empty of all my gifts, all my talents, I wanna leave it empty. So that's that's my yeah, my wait. advice. Yeah. Thank y'all so much. If it's yeah. one if it's one person that y'all could connect me with that y'all think would be a great fit for the podcast, who would it be? I would say my mom. I mean, I'm by. Oh, yeah. His his mom. And I would say, uh, if you can get her to get on here, uh, <laughs> Tabrisa at Yellow Cover Magazine. She's amazing. She's amazing. <laughs> got you so, Mr. Greg. I got some homework for you. Tell your mom about the podcast. Let me get <laughs> let me get on the phone call with her so I can tell her what I got going on. And for okay. you, Miss L.A., reach out to your girl over there at Yellow Magazine and tell her what I got, I got going on and let's make it happen. <laughs> Thank you so much. Appreciate you, Yes, sir. Other than that, thank you all so much. We are out of here. Thank you, sir. Peace.